We must never underestimate the power of intention. It is what yes. creates our reality. Just do the work. The only reason you're still breathing, yeah. the only reason you're still here is to do the work to get rid of the lies. Extremely passionate about all things simple, all things African and all things human. And I wish that we could mostly think like this to channel that energy yeah. And there's no way you're going to be so obsessed about something that doesn't matter. I just wish that we could use the same vigor and the same energy to just focus, to have razor sharp focus on stepping into our greatness. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Mushambi Mutuma here, back on another episode of Adjacent Conversations. If you don't know if this is your first time listening, Adjacent Conversations is the place to connect with and share with um, local change makers, entrepreneurs, influencers, business leaders, um, just really dope and motivational minds um, that really are here to level up your thinking by sharing their experiences, by sharing the businesses they've managed to build out, the brands they've built out, their teams, and so forth. And uh, each week we come back to feature a new mind and really just unpack more than an interview, but a conversation about how they've managed to kind of leverage growth in their individual careers and stories. Um, so if you have been listening, if you have been tuned in, thank you. It's been incredible to see the rise, the comments, the numbers, and really just the overall support and value that uh, thankfully we've been able to offer. So um, if you are enjoying it, you are loving it, um, thank you. But please subscribe. And and the fee that we ask for is please share um, this with, uh, with other people. Um, rate it, share it on your social, tag us. Um, and, and let's make sure that we can get this to more people that need it. And, and don't keep this message to yourself. But nonetheless, appreciate the support. This week was an incredible, 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 incredible conversation. I think almost every week I tell you guys, this is my favorite conversation to date. Uh, but every element each week just changes and unpacks a different way of thinking. And I, for one, keep learning. And this week was also that special. We had a dear friend, Papama, from Butter Pudding um, slash Africa, Your Time Is Now. And really, this conversation went completely different than I thought it would. I really had the plan of talking to Papama about growth and scaling a movement of, of, uh, that, you know, that's literally hit all parts of the globe in terms of Africa, your time is now, and how she planned that and, and did. And really the conversation shifted um, to talk about intentionality, to talk about spirituality, to talk about our faith, to talk about the positive vibes that we put into the businesses that we run. Um, because sometimes as, as entrepreneurs, we just lo get lost into the numbers and figuring out the financial elements and we forget um, the the other side of it the, the the personal side of it the intention side of it and I for one learned an incredible incredible amount during this conversation and I thank Papama for being so vulnerable for being so open and sharing how she's done so and funny enough, that's been the hack to global scale and success and opening up shops and, and stocking in New York and, and all over the world. Um, that has been her key to success. It hasn't been the numbers, but it has been this pure intention and focus she's had on positivity and attraction and, and, and not to be airy-fairy or fluffy, but really to be specific about why we do what we do and then how that gets further impacted. So powerful conversation. Um, enjoy it. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to share and enjoy. We'll see you soon. Yo. Hello. How are you? How are <laughs> you doing? doing? Great. How are you? So nice to see you. It's so good nice to see, see you too. I, I saw you at the last time I saw you was like this last social event before the lockdown. Yeah. Your daughter's yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, thank you so much for coming. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen you, you yeah. know, for a very long time. That's crazy, hey? Yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago, hey? I mean, it, that was only it, in March, about three, yeah. two months ago. So much has changed. A lot, so hey? Has changed. Mm, it's actually mm. it's actually quite insane but uh but thank you so much for joining me it's my absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me no i'm super excited so guys um, thank you all for tuning in 
um, another week here on Adjacent Conversations. And we're with the lovely Papama. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like when times like this hit, the first question is like, how are you coping? <laughs> how are you uh, managing? So how are things going? How has the lockdown been? Oh, you know, um, it's been mostly pleasant yeah. and a very high percentage pleasant because uh, very little on a personal front had changed because I work from home. So doing more yes. of that. Um, and then I, um, I, I'm, I, I'm quite a, I'm a person who rather always wants to take it easy at all times. I like, I yeah. like to work according to my pace. So that, um, that That's is basically not, yeah, that hasn't changed. The only thing is that my kids are home a little bit more often and homeschooling yes. and juggling between working from home and having them here for 24 hours, which has been really, really great, but also sometimes often challenging. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, I am really not one to complain. Um, and obviously, just being very sensitive to how the the, uh, uh, the rest of us have been affected uh, on a business front, us included, in a very very yes. big way. So yeah. on a, on a business front, it's been quite challenging. But you know, we we roll with the punches. That's the we press on. Mm, we press on. Nice one. Well, good. I'm glad to hear. Um, so maybe let's let's kick it off. Actually, so. Before we go into deep about the business and where you are now and uh, and what you've managed to build out, like let's let's rewind, let's go back a little bit. So, so who is Papama for those who don't know? Papama is a uh, a, a a woman, a young lady who has just turned thirty nine a few days ago, Yay. and who is extremely passionate about all things simple, all things African and yeah. all things human, ultimately. And yes. um, I, on a professional front, I am a creative at heart. I studied design. I have been trading. My career has been built in design, specifically in fashion, right. since 20 years ago. Yeah, I started working when I was 19. Yeah. So this is my second decade anniversary, uh, you know, having been working. And nice. uh, yeah, I've, I've worked in... In, in magazines, in the fashion departments of magazines, on television, yeah. in music, retail, uh, all across the board, but specifically around fashion. So that's yeah. me in a nutshell. I'm a mom, most importantly, mom to two beautiful girls, that, and I take that role extremely seriously. And yeah, um, yeah and just a, a very simple human being. Nice one. Well, thank you for that context. So, so I mean, yeah, you've been in fashion for, for 20 years, which is an achievement um and yeah. uh and happy birthday again but why why fashion like what drew you originally into like going into the fashion sector and industry yeah you know i it sounds so cliche when someone says i've got the passion for fashion but i think for me it's yeah. something that has been more than a passion it's been a serious calling and i i i grew up in a family of um professional and academics my family takes education very seriously and I in matric I grew up in Cape Town I studied maths science and biology because I was going to go that route because my sister right. uh my older sister has got a PhD in biochemistry and she was my role yeah. model and someone I really look up to and yeah. then in matric Mo, in matric I said to my parents there is no way as creative as I am and I knew it at that point because I had a, a yeah, knack for for drawing I could spend the rest of my life in a white lab coat. And my parents were devastated to say the least. They were like, what do you I mean? Imagine. I'm like, I can't, I was, I, um, the, the intention was for me to go to UCT to study chemical engineering. And I said, there's no way I, I, till this day, I don't know where I found the courage to actually stand up to my parents because obviously I was almost disowned. They were like, what, you're going to study design? Yeah. And to them, <laughs> all they heard was you're going to be a dressmaker because we didn't have like incredible African brands I could use as references that I could yeah, there's I no examples. To be like this. There's exactly. Yeah. So all they heard was, uh, I'm putting you through good school so that you can um, become a dressmaker. And so you can sew. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And I said, no, well, I, this is what I want to do. And then yeah. they tried to, you know, practice tough love saying, we're not going to pay for your school fees. I said, that's fine. I'll pay for my own school fees. I don't know how, where I was going to get the money from, but there was a conviction in me that I knew this is what I wanted to do. So yeah. because I went against all their wishes, I had a very, very big point to prove to them, which I think fueled me to actually not put a wrong, the wrong foot forward, just to always yeah. do my yes. best and make sure yeah. that I succeed and prove them wrong. And um, yeah, so I've always had 
a love for fashion when I was younger. My parents would buy me clothes. I would rejig them, remix them, and and customize them. Yeah. And I just thought that I could make a living out of this. I really am happiest when I'm doing this. So That's I literally incredible. just followed my bliss. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible because it is a tremendous calling. But what I like is that sometimes, especially as kids, like we rebel just for the sake of it, right? Yeah. But it, it's like you did more than just say, hey, I want to leave chemical engineering and, and, and all these other complex things behind and yeah. just do fashion just kind of for the hell of it. But it was like you said that you wanted to prove them wrong. You wanted to set out to be excellent at it. And I think yeah. that's the, like the shift is that aside from like doing something completely different than what they planned is you made sure that you were going to do great at whatever the other thing was. Yeah, you know? yeah. And now that I'm a mom, I know for a fact that they were, were, were being hard on me out of care yes. and love. They didn't yes. want me to suffer and struggle yeah. or being a, a dire poor artist where, you know, they couldn't right. help me. They wanted to arm me with a degree. And because then there were no degrees in South Africa that I could do 20 years ago. There was no school that was offering a fashion design degree. Yeah. So I then was even going to break the, the tradition and go do a diploma. So they were just not having it. So, but yeah. I totally understand where they were coming from. And yeah, but I mean, I don't regret it. And now they're super proud of me and they're one of my biggest supporters. That's amazing. So maybe flashing forward to now as a mother, what does that then mean for kind of what you're open to hearing from your two daughters in terms of what they want to do? Mm -hmm. Does that like, because um, I know it's a struggle for me a little bit because you, you as a parent, you're, it shifts, right? You want them to be amazing. You want them to be great. You want to do what they love, but then you care about them and you want the best for them. And so what you hope is that when they get to that stage that you're going to support and equip them as much as possible and not mind so much what exactly it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm such a deliberate parent. Like anything yes. I say to my kids is always, is always very deliberate. So for me... I think, uh, and the answer is two-pronged. So for me, it's, they can be anything, anything, even if it's yeah. a, street, a street sweeper, anything, as long as they're passionate about it. Because yeah. with passion, you really, really, really cannot go wrong. You know, that's yeah. the stuff that keeps you up at night, that makes sure that you want to succeed and, and excel in doing whatever it is that you've chosen to do. So my yeah. thing is that, and, and for right now, my youngest daughter is five, she turned five and the eldest one is nine. And it yeah. oscillates between being a superhero and being a doctor and all of that. And yes. I say to them, you can be, as long as it's something that you love and you enjoy, you can be absolutely anything you want to be. So that for me is that. And then secondly, um, if they want to come to me and say they wanted to, to study fashion design, I, I'm super okay with that. And that for yeah. me also was also the driving force in making sure that when I got into the fashion industry, which was Lily White, by the way, when 20 yes. years ago, I needed to make sure that yes. by the time I have kids and they want, they're in the same shoes that I am and they want to choose to do fashion design, I need yeah. to have made sure that I've done my little bit, no matter how little, to have left our local and continental industry in a much better place than I found it in. So that's yeah. always a deciding, uh, a determining factor in any decision well. that I want to make when it comes to profession. Um, and hence, you know, the movement was birthed because yeah. I, I think we... Yeah, as I said earlier on, with passion, we can, you know, achieve absolutely anything. Yeah, you can build off of it. It's, that's like, that's yeah. the crux of it, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Actually, anywhere in life is that that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you kind of the, your soul fed, if you will. Yeah. And we can yeah. build the experience and expertise kind of on top of that as the strong foundation. But I like what you just said about the industry you came into was quite Lily White's and then it's adapted. And I think... The unfortunate part is that everyone that's kind of around our age has had that exact same experience, right? Is yeah, that, yeah. And given the transformation in our country and the continent, everything that we've entered has not looked like us. We've, we've, we haven't had like a lot of examples and people to kind of look to um, in our respective industries that look like us, that had some of the same um, come up stories, if you will. So like, how did you cope in that environment that looked like nothing you had ever seen 20 years ago and there wasn't, you know, a lot of people that, that you could look to and get support from? You know, um, oh yeah, it, it just focus. Yeah. I would say focus was because I knew I was so clear on, on why I was doing what I was doing. So yes. I didn't let anything distract me 
and yeah. it, it, there were a lot of distractions. So whether the support was there or not, I just forged ahead. I was here to learn. I was here to suck up and soak up any information, any expertise that I could get. Right. Um, and the negatives also added to, to character building. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually saying to, to my right hand yesterday, she was asking me something about my history. And I was like, I'm eternally grateful to all the hardships and all the, 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 the discrimination that I, that I experienced, you know, uh, yeah. because it's, it definitely has made me stronger. It's made me a little bit more determined. It's made me a little bit more and extra sure of what I'm about. You know, yeah, and, 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 and give you that extra true. confidence, if you will. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's. Uh, and I'm sure you I'm sure you got stories for days of some of the flames that you saw. <laughs> along oh, the way. Yeah. yeah. But maybe let's really quickly is that I know you hopped around a little bit in terms of um, from being in fashion from a media perspective, but maybe for those that don't know, um, really quick in like 30 seconds is, yeah, what were some of those, those roles that you got into? And then we can talk about the business that you've managed to get into now. Okay, so I, I left school um, yeah. when I was 19 and I got a job at a, a family-owned factory shop, a huge factory shop that was in Dornfontein that yeah. used to manufacture uh, uniforms for corporates. And I lasted all of 27 days because I couldn't handle the environment. It was, yeah. it was, it was terrible. It, it just, I, it's not where I saw myself. So I resigned with no uh, plan this, B. This is Dornfontein before Mabonet. <laughs> way before Mabonet, way before Mabonet, before it was cool. First of all, it was too far for me to get to from home. And just yeah. when I got there, the energy was just not right. And I've always been a feeler. I still am. It's, it's one of my yeah. biggest strengths. And it just didn't feel right. I didn't like how they were treating the people. I didn't like, you know, yeah. the, the ethos and the culture in the, in the... And I was 19, but I was like, you know what? Jason yeah. was my boss. I said, I'm not coming back here. So I resigned on a Friday. I said, I'm not coming back on Monday. So that was my first then 27 days. And then the same day I resigned, I got a call from the fashion editor at True Love magazine, whom I'd interned with when I was still at school during my third yeah. year. And she offered me a job. And I said, what? Yeah, I'm definitely coming back there. Um, so I did, I was a true love for a year and a half as a fashion yeah. assistant where I made tea, I made, bought sandwiches, dropped off, picked up all the stuff that, you know, Everything. um, yeah. fashion assistants do. And then I, I resigned and then I, uh, uh, freelance for other magazines. And then I actually decided to leave the, the, um, the magazine industry because I wanted to learn a little bit more. So I went to, uh, uh freelance for Sony music and work with the artists so because they had a some some big artists that needed styling on the music videos cd sleeves and all that was quite a lot Uh, of fun uh, i did not know that story yeah i did that (laughs) for a long time i did that for a very long time and uh, then i left music i went to work on tv uh Mm -hmm. i worked uh during the wardrobe for tv shows and all of that because i was so determined to learn and get a holistic view of uh of the fashion industry because that kind of stuff you can't really learn only on textbooks. Yeah. You needed to have yeah, a you just have to field. go into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I then did that, and then and then I was ready. I thought to start my company, and then that's when my ex boss came back from uh, studying overseas, and she had this concept to start this magazine. And I said, you know what? I was about to start my company, but I can be with you for five years. Uh, I'll pu- I'll park my plans for five years because I think I could learn a lot from you. Yeah. And that was one of the best decisions, you know, to uh-huh. humble myself and just put my dreams on hold so that I could learn some more and yeah. I ended up being there for nine years and I got to learn so much it was the most priceless from yeah. a personal perspective and also from a career perspective I learned a lot of I acquired a lot of skills from there and then uh, yeah nine years later I was ready I was ready to leave yes. and I I then started my company and I've been running my company now for five years and it's been the best decision that's incredible. But I love what you said about, you know, you were already entrepreneurial minded, you're ready to jump, but you said, I'm going to give this, I'm going to pause this for five years so I can learn a bit more. And it paid off. It was one of the biggest payoffs for you. And I think 100%. elevated you career wise and probably exposed you to so much more that when you are ready to launch the business, that your profile, your expertise, your network was even further advanced. Hey. Eh? all of that all yeah. of that and so much yeah. more and just that, as a person uh, just like from a character building perspective was also yeah. priceless yeah 
No, but that's incredible because I like that. I mean, you said is that you pause the ego because I think sometimes, especially as entrepreneurs, we can have a big ego and we're like, no, we're ready. I don't need anything else. I can do this. But that pause for five years that turned to nine was probably one of the most priceless things that you could have done during that time period. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And it did go by very fast because I was loving it. I, yes. was, I was there until I wasn't, you know? Yeah. yeah. So then let's talk about then the jump back in, right? So you've been in business for yourself uh, for the last five years, which has also gone by incredibly fast. I'm this is water, by the way. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's not gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was, but it's water. Always have to keep myself hydrated. No, you're <laughs> safe. This is, this is adjacent conversations is a safe place. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so then you decided to to take the jump, right? And the last five years has like flown by, which is actually quite incredible. Like I remember when you left yeah. your last job, and then to yeah. say that's five years, I think yeah, that's actually quite incredible. Um, yeah. It's yeah. actually so it quick. It's gone and so fast because being born. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. I um I decided to leave when I had my second child. Yes. Um the first year I worked from home. So I negotiated with, with my ex boss saying, I've got a second kid and with my firstborn, I had lost so much time traveling yeah. and working hard yes. and I'm not having another child. So I don't want to lose out on on the, the formative years. So and yeah. she was quite grateful about it. She was like, No, it's fine. Um you can work from home as long as you deliver. And then obviously I started my business as well. And then I just, I got in my business a year into starting it. I started it to a place where I needed to choose. I couldn't do both. And of course the business won because, um, yeah, it it was, you know, a legacy project. eventually. And and why was that? So you say legacy, but why else? Like what, what was, what was that, that point? Because I think a lot of people, they never, they're always asking like, when's the best time to jump ship? When should yeah. I do it? Is it because I made a certain amount of money? Is the business at a certain level? Is it salary? Like, what was it? What, and I don't think there is a, like a formulaic answer, but what was it yeah. for you? For me, it was definitely feeling. You know, I am, yeah. and this governs everything that I do. I'm a person who things need to feel right versus yes. make sense. Gotcha. Things can make like all the sense on paper, but if yes. you actually solely they don't make sense I'm not there so I I, it just felt right it felt right and I mean I started my business I didn't have a a capital huge capital I started it with small savings um but I'd gotten to a point where it was gaining traction and I wasn't sleeping I wasn't complaining but I was just exhausted so juggling you know young baby two young babies because the business was a young baby at the time and then the job. And I just felt that I wasn't doing anything any justice because I was too thinly spread. And yeah. the, I needed to give my business a chance. Right. That's essentially what yes. it was. Because I knew that I could always go back to the job market and get a job. But I couldn't, you know, restart my business the way I was, you know, with, uh, with the passion that I had at that point. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to throw a caution to the wind and yeah. I'm going to choose the business. So it was literally what felt right at the time. And it hasn't That's failed. Powerful. It hasn't yeah. failed me. I have to agree with you because that's like exactly what it was for me when I decided to leave my, my last job was um, it just didn't when feel right that? anymore. Yo, geez, that's that's probably about 10 years ago, if not a little bit more. Yeah, it's a while back. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you're yeah, still I standing. Was, I love that. We're still standing a little bit. We're limping, but... <laughs> but that's like doing the cha-cha. It's cool. You know like, what I mean? But we're still here. Good. But I think... The, the 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 rough part was that it didn't seem rational to a lot of people, right? It didn't make yeah. sense. Um, everyone's like, "No, you got this great job." Even and I remember my last boss. She she said something to me, and this is when I knew I was right. She was like, "I thought you were so smart, you know? Like, why would you leave this yeah. and go and do something that you have no clue about that you don't know? Like this hobby, right? Come on, like." Yeah. And it's someone I really yeah. respected and valued. And when she said that, I was like, no, I'm not making the right decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got the exactly the same. I, got, I think people mean well. And like, yes. maybe I'm just an optimist, but even from some of my family members, why would yeah. you leave such a great job that yes. opens so many? It just didn't make sense to a lot of people. Yeah. But because it yeah. felt right to me, I needed you to, to, to just follow that. 
even my parents, I mean, both of my parents are entrepreneurs and have been for as long as I can remember. But even th they were a bit wary when I decided to take this jump. And I think that, that speaks to the parenting aspect that we spoke about before, is that everyone does mean well. And I think my old boss, she wasn't trying to be mean uh, by her statement either. Um, but people like care about you and they're like, no, you're doing well here. Why would you, you know, do this? So I, I like what you said is that it doesn't have to make sense, but it has to feel right. And I think that's the, that's the incredible part of it. Butter pudding, right? Because that was the first brand. That yeah. was the first brand, man. So, that was the first brand. It was yeah. seven years in the making before I even launched it. I'd been working Come on this on. concept for seven years, whilst I was employed, happily so, with no intentions yes. of, I, it had been baking in my, on my iPad, oh. in notebooks, and, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah that's, that was my first brand, it's still my baby that I absolutely love, and, um, yeah, inspired by my kids. Yeah, so was that what kicked it off? Firstly, I love that you said that it took seven years, so it wasn't fly by night, it wasn't I quit my job today and then I just start to brand tomorrow. You spent seven years cooking this thing up, right? Baking, baking the butter baking. pudding. Baking, baking the, butter, the pudding. butter pudding. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. talk about the inspiration was the kids and let's talk about the name. How did that come to be? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had been working for a luxury uh, concept store and I was yes. traveling the world over and I had been seeing what was happening around the world in the kiddies markets and what was happening here and just comparing the two and thinking there's such a wide gap. And um, I'm very passionate about kids. I always tell people that I've got two kids of my own, but I've got seven, uh, five got kids. Yes. So I've always got kids around me. I, yes. I, I get so inspired by having conversations with these little, little minds, but little yes. but whole minds. So I, I knew that when I... I was about to start my business and going back, which was around fashion, it was definitely going to have an element of kids because I am very passionate about them. And I think for me, anything that I want to succeed in has to be something I enjoy so that it doesn't yeah, feel like work. It has work. to be authentic. Yeah. It has to be authentic. So yeah. uh, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to people saying, oh yeah, money's in IT, therefore, and if I know nothing about IT, you know, chasing right. the money. I always chase the passion and the money always comes. So ah, um, you're giving us tweetables here, Papama. <laughs> no, for real, it's it's so true, and I'm living proof of that. I don't yes. feel like I'm working every single day of my life, you know. Yeah. And I um, so butter pudding was definitely burst by that, and a lot of people saying you're going to be making clothes again. That's amazing, but why kids? The market yes. is so saturated. Why yeah. are people going to come to you and not go to A, B, and C? Right. And because it was seven years in the making and how I felt every time exactly. I was working on this plan. I had a very different point of view. I had something that was different, that was unique to the market. And yes. I kept on saying, but yeah, just see, give it a chance, give it a chance. Yeah. So that's why I decided uh, kids. It was definitely inspired by the fact that I love, I love kids and, and fashion. And then yes. the name, butter pudding is one of my favorite desserts. Favorite desserts. Okay. And, yeah. and what you need for butter pudding are the simplest of ingredients yes. and ingredients that you always have recession yes. or no recession you need bread you need milk yes. you need eggs you need sugar and butter everyone yes, always has it. that everyone's got that. that's it but once you combine the two and you marry all of those ingredients yes. infuse a bit of love bake it in the oven something so beautiful and decadent and delicious comes out and that's essentially what butter pudding is it's the simplest of designs intentionally so but we fuse a lot of love and a lot of uh, of beautiful fabrics, but the yeah. designs are, are very classic and simple, you know. Yeah. Um, and then once we combine those two, we have something very beautiful and unique that comes out and very timeless. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah, that's, no that's actually so incredible because I don't know if, if people picked up on it, but that's how you introduced yourself is a lover of all things kind of simple. Um, and, 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 and the fact that butter pudding and the actual dessert came out of that concept of simplicity and things that you have around you that everybody has touched with a little bit of papama and touched with a little bit of love that that's the incredible side of it hey yeah yeah yeah. Nice. consistency is is paramount you yes. know i think uh 
yeah it's just being about consistent in in every aspect of my life so i like yeah. simple people i like simple nice. things simple food because i think that's when you really get the gist and the essence of anything when you keep yeah. it simple you know don't yeah. disguise it with the frills and the and the confetti just as it is as it is it's, it's always best a nice one but I, I, you know the other thing i love about you Obama, is that in that simplicity you're also very humble because you 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 humbly slid over kind of an amazing brand that you were able to build out and the reason why you were traveling all over the world and <laughs> in a very and not just a little boutique store but you know quite a meaningful one and, and successful one at the time but I won't go into that too much, but I want to like talk about how all that travel and the experiences and interacting with such big global brands, how you kind of brought that back into your particular brand. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, with, with, with my job, I got to, to sit and experience in a very intimate way yeah. the most incredible brands globally, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, the creme de la creme of, Literally. you know brand <laughs> yeah. so for anything from armani having met the guy as well to oscar de la renta to Givenchy, yes. Yes. all of them and what it takes and i got to learn what it takes to build a brand what makes a yeah. um an alexander mcqueen white simple t-shirt right. different from a t-shirt from zara yes. different from a t-shirt from Mr. Price, all made out of the same, like cotton, basically. Yes, what, yes. what are the nuances? What are the in-between? What are the unseen things yes. that, uh, that people factor in? And how do you build a brand from nothing to what those kind of brands are? And yes. I got to, you know, to, yeah, that was quite a priceless experience for me. And, yes. and, 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 and it's, it's quite often and very consistent. So I think, you know, when I said to you, I parked my, my, my personal dreams and my business dreams to, to, to learn, yeah. I got way more than what I, I bargained for initially. Sure. Yeah. And, and then obviously borrowed from all that expertise and the learnings and the experience to factor in, into my own brand, yeah. because we all, they all started somewhere. And, yeah. um, and I was very clear in which section of the market I wanted to play in, which was yeah, accessible, sure. accessible, beautiful things. So yeah. beautiful things, but that don't have to cost an arm and a leg because yeah. I'm also quite price sensitive as a human being, as an individual. Yeah. So, um, but that's, yeah, that's, that's spot on because I think a lot of people having worked with some of those brands and seeing them as intimately as you have, the first thing would be like, oh, why doesn't Papama come and launch the African Alexander McQueen? You know what I mean? Or the, the African Gucci, if you will, or Prada, but you didn't do that because <clears throat> that wasn't authentic to you and your character. You know what I mean? It didn't match. And it probably would have made a lot of sense, but it didn't match you, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think anything that I double in needs to be something that just feels authentic to myself. Yeah, and I'm not saying sure. that it should be like that for everyone, but for me specifically, yeah. you know, just the way I'm made up and, 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 and how I am and operate, it, it, I was very clear that it needed to be in an industry that I enjoy, that I know. It needed yes. to be around things that I, I, I don't mind spending 24 hours around. It right. needed to be accessible because I like accessible things. I'm a bargain hunter. Yes. To a lot of people's irritation, I like to shop for a bargain. So yeah. um, I was never going to launch something that was inaccessible because it, it wouldn't be true to what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, there's, so much, there's so much depth there. So how did butter pudding do and when did you decide that, hey, I need to continue and add on this, this business element and keep it growing? Because you could have stayed just there as well. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was um, so Butter Pudding, the reason I started it and, and, and what it's about, it's about um, raising kids that are strong in character yeah. as opposed to fixing broken adults. So every single thing that we do in the business wow. is around building kids and educating yes. kids about their heritage, who they are, yes. so they can stand strong in the world. So I always say we're local at heart, but very global in vision. That's the, yes. actually the, our motto. Yes. So, um, you know, from the fabrics that we use, from the statements that we put on the kiddies t-shirts, uh, it, it was always around informing education and, and just, you know, getting kids to know a little bit more about who they were, who they are. Right. So, yeah, so we started with Africa is the Future, T-shirts for the kids. Yeah. 
which was not our original concept, by the way. It was a concept yeah. that was started by two Frenchmen. Um, it was a movement that it, they were doing for 10 years. And by right. the time I started butter pudding, the, um, the, the concept or the movement had, they disbanded it. And yeah, then I sent them an email and I told them who I was about, where I'm from, and I would like to revive this. And we did it on Kitty's t-shirts. And then yeah. one day I was like, you know what? We're a Kitty's brand, which our target, the people that we are close are the future, the future yeah. generation. And the only way we can guarantee an incredible future for these amazing kids is if we as adults and parents take care <coughs> of the now. Yes. Because without taking care of the now, their future is not guaranteed. Yeah. So that's how Africa Time is now as that's a true. slogan came about. It was totally organic. And, and I mean, I don't know if you've got an hour, how the message just landed. I was trying this one afternoon, I was working from home and I was tired and I wanted to catch a nap take yes. a nap and the, my daughter's my eldest daughter's bedroom gets the best sun and i wanted to lie there for an hour yeah. and uh i couldn't sleep i just had these thoughts and these yes. ideas flooding yes. in my head yeah. and, and you have to uh, listen to them and i had to listen i was so yeah. annoyed because all i wanted was an hour's nap and then i would wake up and you know yeah. and i actually had to cut my nap very short and pull out my notebook and start writing down and the yeah. messages were so clear around the slogan whom yeah. I was going to ask to, oh, wow. to front, because we launched it literally, we didn't have a budget, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I called upon a few of the people that I love and adore that I know, some of them I didn't know, that I right. felt embodied the message, Africa, right. your time is now, in yeah. their everyday lives, in their career, in their, in their personal lives, right. um, to, to wear the t-shirts, took pictures of them, and then uh, disseminate the images on Instagram, and then tell yes. the story in that way, because the story was very important. It wasn't just a, yes. a slogan for the sake of being a slogan. Um, and that's how we, we, the messages came, and that's exactly yeah. what I followed. And that was on the 14th of July, 2017, where oh. we planted the seeds. I am a very strong believer of words, Mo. I find yes. that um, yes. words are things that we can use to seed our consciousness uh, because the words come, you know, from the universal domain. And sure. when, when we seed our, our, our minds with, with powerful words and powerful truths, yeah. and then we let them grow underground in the dark at the perfect time, they'll blossom at the perfect time. Yeah. So obviously when we launched 17th of July, 2017, South Africa was under the rule of Jacob Zuma. Yes. The morale was so low because of what we're going through with corruption and an and. And yeah. for me, I was like, what is it that I'm doing in my personal capacity as an entrepreneur who works in the fashion space? What is it that I'm doing? Instead of complaining, ah, the country's going to the dogs, yes. corruption, blah, 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 which was the rhetoric that was going on around at the time. Right. What is it that I'm doing? And, and that's essentially what it was. It was started yeah. with a simple idea of how we can... Um, Stop looking to leaders or just yeah, take a pause. Yeah, be the leaders. You know what, Mah uh, is it Gandhi who says, be the difference that you want to see. So yeah, what is it that I'm doing in, with my circumstances, with my right. circle of influence to change? Because I think for the longest time, we've been looking up to the leaders and we always fall short. We always get disappointed every single time. So my thing was just to influence my circle yeah, and yeah. then they would influence their circle and then the nice. word would spread. But because of the pure intention, the pure intention that I, I that was so deliberate behind this truth, because it was a truth that really resonated with me. Um, and I can only attribute the success of this movement globally to yes. that. Yes. But that, you're saying so much then. <laughs> oh, really? I'm, I'm sorry, like... I speak fast. No, but these are, and, and I'm appreciating it, and I'm sure everyone that's listening is as well, because for me, the first step was just to kind of recap and pull some of these things that are just like the gears in my head are, are turning is like, it was firstly like the presence of mind. So like, and this is like the entrepreneurial gift and curse, right? Is that sometimes the business and the concept and that dream start speaking to you and you can't ignore it, right? So you, can't ignore you got up and you listened. And I think if you hadn't, we wouldn't probably be here talking about this because those moments passed. It's like, it's taking advantage of that opportunity in the time of the opportunity. And if you had let it pass, somebody else could have came up with something similar or you would have moved on or focused on another element of the thing. So like being able to hear those things and hone in on them in that moment is powerful. 
You immediately leveraged off your network and people you knew and not people that were just going to grow it, but people that embodied it. So that authenticity remained because I think sometimes we launch a business and we're like, All right, who's got the most followers, right? Yes. Or who's got the most money? And that's what we think about, not who directly connects with this and the meaning behind what I'm trying to build. So like that level of authenticity and detail is so key. And then, like you said, is that then that rang through with everybody who ever grabbed one of those T-shirts or sweatshirts or hoodies, right? Is 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 because it was authentic, and then that global nature, like, actually just makes sense. It's not even up for debate. Like, it's like, duh, because it was so pure, because it was so authentic, because everyone that wears it feels that way, and they're not wearing it as a fashion statement, but like a movement statement. Um, then it just like, yeah, it kind of makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We must never underestimate the power of intention. Yeah. Uh, and I know yeah. it sounds very airy-fairy, esoteric <laughs> and spiritual, sure. but it's the truth. It is what yes. creates our reality because it's a force of nature. Yeah. The whole world was created with that intention. Yes. You know, from the stars to the moon to the trees, all of it was intention. So there's, you are nature. You are part of that. Yeah. So yeah. never underestimate See, I've got goosies. You know, every time I speak my truth, it's, I just, yeah, I've got goosebumps. But that's, that's how we Never know we're doing the, the thing we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what orchestrates the fulfillment of our dreams. Yeah. And you can't fake intention. That's the, yeah. And that's the key. Yes. Because you can pay it lip service, say, oh, no, my intention is to A, B, and C, whatever. Mm. But where it really counts, where it really counts, your intention that's is not it. in the right place. Yeah, for sure. Then it show, the results show. Because yes, you can't definitely. fake it. You can't, yeah. you can't fool nature. It's so intelligent. It's more intelligent than we care to know. You yeah. can't, so you need, so I personally had to do the work. Yeah, definitely. I had to do so much personal and internal work that involves so much getting rid of blockages that were lies about yeah. who I was, yeah. lies about what I'm capable of, lies about what I am you know, what I'm about and who I am. Yeah. And it, it was quite intentional. It was quite, it was quite a long process. Um, I, I just, I had to go within so that every single thing I touch, everything I say, yes. I'm like a vessel. I'm literally yes. just as a conduit because I always know that my intention is pure. Yeah. And I always try, and it's not to say that I'm perfect and my life is, you know, always sure, I have challenges sure. like everyone else. But I'm yeah. so deliberate, I'm so conscious of, even when I'm doing nonsense, when I'm doing stupid things, I'm always conscious of this is nonsense. I'll have a conversation yeah, yeah, you know. with myself. <laughs> that I am like, no, 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 this whatever. But, and I know there's repercussions, there's repercussions yeah. to, to be had. Um, so I always try and be self-accountable yeah. uh, because that's what matters, that's what counts. Yeah. So yeah, the intentions, never, never underestimate that because everything that's starts powerful. with that. Yeah. That's powerful. Because Sweet Mendoza was asking, like, how do you connect your spirituality to your entrepreneurship and yourself? But I think you literally just answered it perfectly. It's just like that presence of mind of knowing and making sure that your intention is pure and knowing what you put out has direct consequences, right? Good and bad. Right, Good like, and, bad. It, it, and and you can't fake the funk. Vista says, like, you know, nature is God, and you can't fool him, and it's so true. You can't fake no, you the can't. funk. Him. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Exactly you what you're saying, what you actually mean, and what you're feeling, Mo. Yeah, what you're feeling, yeah. because that feeling is the secret. There's actually a book yes. that I recommend to anyone listening to this. Feeling is a secret. It's probably like a twenty-page book. Yeah. That is all about that. That that is um the key that unlocks everything. For me, yeah. when things don't feel right, don't touch them. Yeah. Don't and don't do, and we all have it in equal capacity. No one is too is too ugly, too short, or too whatever to not yes. have it. It's the one thing that the the the, the universe or God, whoever you believe in, has given us in equal measure. Yeah. But the work, when I say do the work, the work that I'm talking about is to get rid of all the lies that we've yeah. been conditioned from birth, from the schooling system, from sure. even some, sometimes even our parents that mean well, yes. you know, yeah. from like, you, you're not enough, you need something to, in order to propel you to a certain whatever. Yeah. It's how we conditioned, you know, from, from being birthed, you, you, you need to be dependent on whatever to get to a certain place. And then we embody that. We, 
we 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 believe that you know yeah. that we need someone wiser prettier with more money in order to to get to to, 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 to get yeah. to another level and it's yeah. not that all you need oh. to do all you need to do is to get rid of those lies yeah and whatever it takes and the work is different it it, it presents itself differently for everyone so for me personally i i i don't watch television yes and because i know what television does to me i'm an empath i and that stuff blocks me you know yes. i'll i'll be watching yes. something even when i get to people's homes and they're watching cnn something happens in my Just, tummy where i'm like oh i need yeah. to go outside yeah, yeah yeah so i i like i spend a lot of time in nature i am yeah. a stargazer of note i'm with the trees i'm looking at my tree right now i'm spend lots of picnics and so that is what the work is for yeah. me when I, how i fuel myself you know is spending a lot of time in nature and just avoiding television and blockages anything that's going to influence my feelings and and me yeah, as a conduit yeah, because you know that that's the most important part of you yeah yeah and meditation yeah. just stilling stilling the noise around me so that i can listen to to what i, I what i'm about and just to focus my thoughts because that's what meditation right. does for me it focuses my thoughts um into because our thoughts can be very powerful they are powerful yeah, they you know are. everything yeah. starts starts with that so i don't to declutter that and not to have you know it muddled up with other stuff that's what it, it, it that's what my work looks it's like for me so mm-hmm. um so yeah, also, there's so much depth there because a lot of times we think especially from an entrepreneurial side as we think that key to success is just like working harder and figuring out the best pricing and figuring out the best business model but your level of self-consciousness is actually the hack right um and that level of self-knowledge and not only what feeds you but understanding what takes away from you and avoiding those things at all costs is actually the hack to success right mm-hmm. and contentedness right of just like pure happiness and being able to have the energy that you have on a daily basis um which is so infectious um uh, and yeah, i know people yeah. feel now yeah yeah i mean i apply it and i mean i need anyone listening to this to be careful that it's not necessarily the same you know for everyone but for me sure. I, i i i'm so consistent that i apply it to every single thing i'll tell you an example yeah. that happened to me today i've had so many with the lockdown and everything i was yes. been directly affected because obviously our stores had to close right. and we can't travel we can't yes. do launches and the everything that was planned and we've had customers that have been paid because their stores are closed they've canceled right. the orders so we've been directly affected yes. so um uh online has been going strong which has been amazing right. but uh today i had to part with a lot of money i had to part with a lot of money i had to pay a supplier but it was yeah. a very big bill and i remember as i was pressing the send button on my bank app i was like oh cuz cash flow is everything you know you know <laughs> i was like oh this is going to put a big dent on my and because i'm so d- conscious of what i'm feeling yeah i recognize the feeling and then i quickly canceled it i was just like no yeah, open my heart yeah. i'm going to cancel this i'm going to press this send button with an open heart because my supplier yeah. needs the funds to do yeah. whatever she needs and i trust that the universe is going to replenish gotcha guess But what 6 you- minutes later 6 minutes later i get a, a a paypal whatever from one of our whatever with yes. a huge de- de- deposit Six minutes later, and this is a true story. Wow. Yeah, see, I've got pieces again. Six minutes, I get a, a, a oh. notification <laughs> where I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> a big! It was in euros, yeah. whatever, whatever." Hey, they, we'll no take business, they have no business paying us before they receive the goods, mind you. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting it. We haven't even shipped the goods, come on, come but on. because I made that connection, where I was like, "No, yeah, come on, stop operating out of fear, the fear, the fear of feeling," um, and then open your heart. Yeah. It means your bank but your bank your business bank balance will have 000. It's okay. It's only yes. temporary. And oh. 6 minutes later because the universe is very 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 loyal and Come it on, it, it does. You're giving me lessons I need to learn for myself because but you know why it's so spot on is because there's it's the energy that you're putting out, right? Because yeah. you if you did the opposite, you would have had the energy that oh, I can't believe I spent this money. and immediately everything that you would have been thinking about is negativity. Yeah. A new opportunity comes and you wouldn't have thought about it the right way or positively. You would have been so fearful of like oh it's going to get worse. 
versus yeah. you saying consciously, I don't know what's going to happen, but I trust it. And then amazing things happen six minutes later. And sometimes it's six days later, six months later, but like it's a perspective shift. And even when the good or bad comes, you're ready for it because you've shifted. So, yo, yo. Yeah. Because we create without thought. What yeah. I said earlier on. Yeah. Positive or negative. That's how yes. powerful we are. Yes. So I've been I've been asked a lot about. Uh, I had a beautiful, beautiful conversation with Nelson two days ago, yes. whom I absolutely adore, and we I make noise do. about that because yes. his his mind is incredible. Yeah. And um, I was saying we we're talking about the Black Lives Matter, which is a very serious, a very serious. Uh, thing yeah. and very uh, personal as well because i've yeah. been a receiver on the receiving end of racism from when i was a kid you know from yes. white people saying oh um your name that's an interesting name because my name is quite unique papama yes. oh it's, it's 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 a bit difficult for me to remember can we just call you papaya from yes. when i was a kid yes. and i'm just like what are you talking about no if you can remember papaya you yes. can remember papama you know and, and it just it's been carrying on you know yeah, with all these but for me, I see it as the biggest distraction, not yeah. to say that it's not important to fight it, because as I said, it, it shouldn't be happening. But I think what I choose to do is, and I wish that we could mostly think like this, to channel that energy yeah. in avoiding being distracted, because racism is one of the biggest bamboozlement yeah. biggest distractions because yeah. the obsession that the racist people have had with the black race is incredible and it yeah. goes back millennia ago yeah. Yeah. and there's no way you're going to be so obsessed about something that doesn't matter something yeah. you're not threatened by exactly so of course because you saw that because you see the excellence so you want to do everything you can to, to hold that it. in because you're Absolutely. scared of the potential that thing has. You're not yeah. scared of something that doesn't threaten you. Of you course. can't be. Why would you? It's irrational. Why would you? Yeah. So this is my thing. And I'm like, this is just another distraction because after this whole thing and yeah. we're going to, you know, and we've made strides. I mean, all these statues falling are, are down everywhere and, you know, yes. the conversations that have been had that are very important. But up, there'll be something else. Because yeah. I just wish that we could use the same vigor and the same energy to just focus to have yeah, razor sharp yes. focus on stepping into our greatness yeah, our destined greatness that we've always had and not fall for these this this this, this delusion called white supremacy yeah and you know all the stuff that yeah. and, and all the negativity that it's caused i wish that we could just focus and in, in creating our own establishments, creating yeah. our own economies, create, yeah. you know, all of that, yeah. supporting Just our own. Just transform that same energy yeah. that you took when you were making that EFT, we take as a race of people to the perceptions that people have on us and just shift it and say, nah, we're not going to take all this negativity. Wow. Because I once read something that said, just because someone feeds you crap, but the quote said S-H-I-T, it doesn't mean that you have to eat it. Yeah, nah. No. You know, uh, it's always a choice. Yes. Someone can be throwing yeah. negativity your way, but it doesn't necessarily, you, yeah. it's your choice to let it affect you. It's always your choice. So um, oh. I'll leave it right there without sounding controversial, but I feel very, very passionate. No, no, this is it. I told you, I, I told you, Papama, the, the, the benefit of this platform is that it's ours. <laughs> so there is no controversy. We have to step into accepting like, and being authentic about what's important to us. And I think that's why so many people are so shook by what we're talking about, because it's so important, but it's the truth. So it's not controversial and it's not problematic. It's, it's the, the ethos behind why we do what we do. You know what I mean? It's because we have to reframe the conversations. We have to reframe how we look at ourselves. And you've done it from a perception standpoint I've tried to do it in like my niche of just talking about black excellence in tech and innovation as Africans, because no one wanted to do that. No one thought that we're great innovators. No one thought that we're excellent. And I'm like, nah, man, we do amazing things right here at home. You don't have to go to Silicon Valley or even to Wakanda. We do it like it's, it's real, actually. Right, it's reality. Yeah. So yeah. it's not controversial. It's the facts. And I'm glad 
because I can see the emotion and the, 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 the truth in you. And I, I'm so glad because knowing you, I know how true that is and how authentic that is. So keep that, keep that same spirit. You know what I mean? Like Mpo says, we've been excellent. It's the truth. We've, yeah, <laughs> we've been, we've been, you know? absolutely. Ah, this is incredible. There were so many other things that I wanted to talk about, but this hour has like, it's gone. <laughs> so, Has it been an hour? It's been an hour, hey? And That's you didn't think it, you didn't think we were gonna be able to fill it. <laughs> and here no, we are. No. Wow. Oh. Wow. So first things first, we're gonna do this again. But we've got like five, six minutes left. I know there was a couple questions. Um, we have to do this again because there's so much more I want to talk about. But I wanna use the last couple of minutes um, to just unpack how you've been able to grow this movement because for Africa your time is now from that vision and that thing that you saw when you were taking a nap in the sun like to where you are now is like everyone I don't know how many countries I've seen your shirt represented um, even the last time I went through London, somebody at the airport was rocking it and they had no idea who you were or any of the story behind the brand and I was just like yes right yeah, so yeah, you yeah. like why do you think that this has resonated so well because i think it's directly connected with what we've been talking about is yeah. is and i know you're so humbled by it and you don't have any pride or ego but why do you think that this particular movement because that's what it is right it's not just a brand or a shirt yeah. it's a movement why do you think that everyone everywhere and there's people in black lives matter movements right now marching but wearing your t-shirt uh, like, that's incredible, but why do you think that is? Like, what does that say to you when you see that, like, on your feed? Because it's the truth, Mo. It's yeah, that simple. It's, yeah. it's because it's the truth. It, yes. It's been our time, it's our time, yes. Yes. and we just need to, to just run with it. Yeah. And that's the only thing I can, I can, I can share. It's because it yeah. is a truth that resonates um, with a lot of people. It's a truth yeah. whose time has come. Yes. And 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 I, I'm not even going to sit here and take credit credit or whatever. I mean, I I I've been very deliberate in spreading the message. So we, sure. uh, I mean, I travel all around the world and connecting, yeah, connecting yeah. with the with the people that buy the t-shirts. It's, it's also very important to have the conversation. What does the statement yes. mean to you? And yes. it means different things to different people. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I've also been seeing it from Japan. I can, I can, we don't have enough time for me to share yeah. the story about how far this message has come and all the emails that I get from this statement being put into people's thesis. What's the plural of thesis? Yes, what, thesis. That is. <laughs> thesis, <whatever. laughs> but you know what I mean? So people, people getting married in the t-shirts because yeah. it's, 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 the, it's what it is. It's that yeah. feeling. It's that feeling of truth and the power, the statement carry and also the fact that as uh, we are a very small business we we every single package that leaves our depot is preyed yeah, upon yes. it's something that our customers don't know we infuse oh, impulses on. of love courage oh. fearlessness into every single package that leaves so that when the oh. wearer wears the t-shirt yeah, they don't even know where it's coming that. from but it's just that yeah. feeling because feeling is a secret that's what we you know Come that's on, what man. we're about so i and we get a lot of repeat customers coming back to yeah. oh i've got the black because we're what? literally praying on it that's it oh, Pama, i didn't even know that hey dad yo yeah no it's 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 wow. it, it, that's also very deliberate because it's the one yeah. gift that you can give to people then it's free and you don't even have to tell the customer receiving it yes but it's, it's from, and also we don't spare, you know, from the packaging when they receive it, you know, that happiness when they unwrapping um, the parcel. Yeah, the, 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 the attachment, the feeling attached to, to the item that they're receiving is also very, very important. Yeah, so, um, and it's not lost on us. It's not lost yeah, on us. and it can't be, hey? Sure. Yeah. This is actually incredible. Like, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've got a whole new, this is, I've got a whole new perspective on the on 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 business on intention on feeling this is not what i thought we were going to talk about uh but i i, oh, I am sorry so glad. no i'm so glad i'm this is incredible this is 10 times better 
than what I even thought when I was like, okay, what can we, and, I, and, and the good thing is I like that. I like to keep it authentic and let it flow and not be like, no, I've got these four questions I must ask you. Um, yeah. And so I'm so glad that this is where the, 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 the conversation led us. Um, selfishly, because I just learned an incredible amount about you as a friend, but about how you do things and what I can start taking from. Um, but wow, I mean, I'm, I've, I've got the gooseys too. <laughs> <laughs> they're quite contagious when truth is in hey? yeah, that is they're very contagious. But oh, and we all goodness. have it, Mo. We all have it. We all have yeah. it in equal parts. But the, the only thing we need to do is the work. You know what you said earlier on? It's not necessarily just about the strategies, about the pricing and all of that. Just do the work. Do the work. Do the, and it's the only reason you're still breathing. Yeah. The only reason you're still here is to do the work to get rid of the lies that we've been fed, you know, yeah. all along. Just get so that you can get to your pure truth, to can get to understand who you are and everything. I promise you that you can hold me accountable, uh, accountable yeah. to that. You everything will flow yes. and you will be in flow and once you're in flow ah no you're gone you're, you're unstoppable gone. yeah Papama, you are. thank you so much 10 seconds i appreciate you friend we're gonna do this again please um this was beautiful it was amazing thank you thank you 